All right, so we are ready to go live. So welcome. We've done this in a while. Um, let me just make sure I get my streaming for good old uh, upcoming start stream. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our new edition of webinar here on TradingView Live, synchronized on YouTube as well. If you're on YouTube, just come over to the YouTube, to the uh, TradingView platform if you got questions. I uh, won't see anything on YouTube at all. All right, so let's talk about um, four, the four most popular instruments that I've seen. Um, and these include a Bitcoin, oil, gold, and DXY, the U.S. dollar index. So first one I want to show you is the dollar index, uh, DXY. You can see here it's bounced back from 99.67 all the way up to 101. You might be asking, what is driving this price back up? Um, Basically, there's two events that I can think of. First, all the down bad news you've been getting about um, the BRICS and all that. Sometime in around here that was announced when they were uh, announcing for August 20th that um, the, um, uh, the the BRICS conference with a new uh, gold-backed currency among all the BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, conference in South Africa would take place. And it was said that uh, Putin was not going to be there. People thought that Russia was not really taking it seriously as, as they should. So up goes the uh, dollar. The other big one that will drive this is the upcoming tomorrow, actually, is the interest rate hike uh, of a quarter percent. So that's what's driving that. And that's usually... When the Federal Reserve does that, the dollar goes into a positive spin. Now, that's the two catalysts. So, a couple um, things I want to talk about here, about gold and um, silver. So, let me show you the first one. Uh, so, I'll show you the C CFD equivalent of US uh, gold and US dollar from Oanda. You can see what's going on here. You saw that gold was going up and dollars now starting to decline. Hey man, how are you doing? So you see the dollar or sorry, the gold declining there. This is another important factor people should pay attention to. If you look at silver and compare to see which one outperforms, um, usually not that one. We want the other one of gold, XAGUSD. We want Oanda. I'll take Forex.com. Um, looks like I'm not. Oh, let me show you this way then. Okay, so I'm going to show you a uh, a longer time frame here. Uh, let's do a year today. You can see here that. Um, Gold has historically outperformed, well, not historically, but since July, that gold, uh, silver has outperformed um, 
gold. Um, you can see along here that uh, silver has outperformed. Um, that's because of industrial use. So as more calls for industrial use on silver, you can expect silver to probably outperform gold, but they're working together in this relationship. Okay, so that's the DXY. And let me show you, um, get rid of these. Okay, so I'm going to flip over now to gold. If you've got questions, let me know um, via comments, of course. So when you look at um, gold CFD, here it is. You can see gold has come down as I showed you with the U.S. dollar. That's one of the big reasons why um, gold goes down, because if the U.S. dollar goes up, it becomes more expensive for people to buy gold in U.S. dollar, as opposed to, I haven't done this in a while, but I'll show you this as a comparison. If you want to have better performance in gold, what I would recommend is you buy it in Japanese yen. Because when you look at um, gold in U.S. dollar versus gold in, in Jap Japanese yen, you'll see something very interesting to see here. So you can see here, as the dollar gets more expensive, there's no decline at all in gold uh, at all with Japanese yen. So if you want to get a better performance, as you can see here we have dollar gold going down. Um, this is now year to date. You can see gold going down. It inclines faster, but because the Japanese yen does not uh, is not so volatile and is not negatively performed, uh, it does rarely, well, I should say rarely, but it just doesn't decline as much as the U.S. dollar. It's way more stable. And at the same time, you're able to continue to, to retain your profit and your return in, in yen versus uh, U.S. dollar. And still right here, uh, that uh, gold and Japanese yen will give you better performance. How about them apples? All right, so let me show you one other currency that you may not know about. I see this a lot is in the Turkish lira as well. You can see there, if you want the best performance in gold, hold it in uh, Turkish lira. <laughs> I should be paid millions of dollars for that. Um, and that's since March, uh, since May. So you're going from 9% to 45%. If you want to hold gold, hold it in Turkish lira. Okay, there's no... Uh, there's no lying about that. So the currency that you hold it in um, has a big difference. So um, this right here is the ultimate way to get money and ultimate returns, depending upon what currency you hold uh, gold in. You want ultimate? Since May, you would have gotten a nice 45% return in with with gold in Turkish lira. And this represents the true nature of how gold should perform. Because here we know that gold is manipulated. I should say manipulated. I gave you a reason why it goes up or goes down because it becomes more expensive to, to buy gold. Whereas here in Turkish Lira, because the Turkish Lira goes down um, as declining, you'll get a, a huge boost holding it right there in uh, Turkish Lira. Okay, so there you go. What's the battle of that uh, debacle, right? All right, so we're back to the poor man's gold in U.S. dollar. 
All right. So I've already talked about why uh, gold is going down because it's more expensive as the dollar goes up. And there's that. Ta-da. All right. Any questions, let me know. Um, the next one we'll talk about is oil. Okay. So oil and U.S. So you can see it moving up there. Oh, you can just remove that from an old idea I had. Um, boom. Boom. Let me just get rid of this one. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So, so since uh, last month, uh, WTI now, there's Western Trade, Western uh, Texas um, crude, or Western Texas, I can't remember the I, sorry. Um, this is U.S. domestic gold. Now, when you look at Brent crude, which is international, obviously including Middle East and Russian, um, you can see here that you'll see a, a vast difference sometimes. Uh, actually, you don't see it as much. But sometimes if you break it down by, I don't know, let's say an hour, yeah, it looks the same. Okay, so disregard that. But usually, internationally, um, the Brent crude would outperform WTI. And the reason is because they're two different production. They're produced differently uh, in the world. So with WTI, obviously, that's, that's U.S.-based. Whereas BCO, Brent crude is international. So um, international, uh, internationally, BCO at some point was outperforming WTI because it's, it's you got Russia, you got Saudi who's cutting back on oil, and that will enhance the BCO performance versus WTI. So that's something um, to consider. In this case, it's um, the same, you can see. But there is something there that you should look out for. So in terms of oil, where's oil going to go? Oil right here, there's two drivers of oil right now. Um, is the Japanese, sorry, the Chinese economy. Um, the Chinese economy is a big factor, um, which is pretty well on borderline depression from what I'm seeing on the videos I'm seeing. And uh, also U.S. dollar as well. So those are the two factors that drive this. So if I was to show you, let me show you on a daily basis. So let's see the U.S. dollar and how that's interfering if it does at all. So again, I'll bring in the DXY. You can see it's moving up a little bit. There is no real relationship there. Um, but... Is there a relationship with gold? Usually there is. So if I just you try to use XAU USD, um, is there a relationship there? Somewhat, you can see a little bit. Let me get rid of this. But you can definitely see there is somewhat um, a relationship. If this is going up, this is coming down. Um, but let, let me try that previous um pair i had xau and, and turkish lira let's see how that looks um we need to let me get rid of this right here so um you can somewhat see 
gold and Turkish lira is starting to cool off. But um, it's tough to see. Like, see, when there's an incline in uh, uh, oil, WTI, you can see it just goes flat. So, um, you know, oil's gone up about 2.6%, but meanwhile, gold in Turkish lira is up 47%. That's pretty strong, okay? So remember, if you want to make money, that's what you want to hold, right? So um, the two things that are driving this right now, this WTI, is oil and the Chinese market. Now, I've discovered there's a relationship between uh, copper and U.S. dollars. So I'll keep all the currencies the same. And you can see here there is sometimes a relationship here, um, and that's because of copper. So if copper goes up in price, oil will go up in price as well. Um, that's usually how it works. If it's just totally dependent upon production of manufacturing of uh, in China and the price of oil. But if I, cho I chose, let's say, BCO, uh, USD, Let's see if there's a better relationship there. Um, there is a little bit. It's hard to say. Uh, let me see. Um, I am going to do a five-year synopsis here. So um, you can see that uh, copper, copper, or is that gold? Oh, my God, I got Brent crude. And gold. Okay, sorry, I wanted to bring in um, uh, copper price. XCU uh, USD. Okay, no, uh, sorry, XCU gold spot. I can't remember what copper is. Uh, X, X, let's just see here, copper. Um, Copper futures, cash, copper. Let me try this one here. Uh, do that one. So you could see here there's an indirect relationship with um, gold, and now copper goes into decline. So, yes, there there is a way. Well, I guess you can't really determine. Um, the price of copper really has no, well, you can see there's somewhat a relationship there with, with copper. But this is a, usually a really good forward indicator uh, for copper because the price of copper can impact the price of gold because of um, because it's an early uh, forward um, commodity, forward-looking commodity of um the price of copper, which is an, a major input to manufacturing. So when you see the orders, that's going to impact copper. When it's fulfilled, then you'll start to see an impact on the price of oil. The other thing that I also know that I do see, uh, just so you know, is the relationship with the Australian dollar as well. Because Australia is one of the largest producers and exporters of 
Copper, this can have an effect as well on the price of of um on copper. So when China orders from uh Australia copper in large amounts, usually you'll see a bump in the value of the Australian dollar and US dollar. So there's this relationship that you can use somewhat to see how that will impact the price of, of uh, oil. Just so you know. Any questions so far? Okay, so that's oil. Now, where will oil go? It really depends upon where China goes. A lot of the, um, well, there's two, two drivers that's going to drive up price of oil. Um, as I said, uh, Saudi Arabia has cut oil production as part of OPEC. Um, so that's going to drive up price, obviously. The other one is Russia, how much oil it produces and how much oil uh, China takes in, as well as India. I mean, India is another big producer as well. Um, but what they do is India will import Russian oil refine it, and then resell it on the market, namely to Europe. So if Europe's in a recession, those orders aren't going to be as big. Plus, the other driver of price of oil, oddly enough, is as oil uh, is produced more in the U.S., but there's no demand, you will usually find oil should drop. But as I said, there's a distinction between what goes in the rest of the world with what uh, is produced and, and manufactured in the U.S. So this is all interrelated together. But as I said, you can watch copper price, price of, or sorry, the price action of Australia U.S. dollar to get an early sign of, of how uh, oil will uh, be produced. Now, from my point of view, everything fundamentally in the economy of both China, China is really in bad shape right now, and they're desperately trying to stimulate their economy. So because of that, um, China China is the main driver, but I think over time uh, there will be an implication that the U.S. market as well will be affected by it. And there's lots of numbers showing there is a decline. The PPI is a big one. The production, um, I don't know, uh, production uh, index, which was out last week, it was the decline. Because now with the consumers, what drives the consumer um, market or, or consumption among the U.S. consumers are services and uh, manufacturing. So if services stays up, consumer um, sentiment should stay up as well. But uh, it, it, both are all, all – everything's declining by looks of it. But those are some of the forward – looking indicators that you can use and again again that's going to impact the price of oil as you can see it's spiked here drop back and then drifted so there's always these catalysts that have to drive up the price of oil any questions so far okay so i've talked about the uh importance of of oil and gold and dxy the dollar us dollar index as well. So if there's no questions or comments, I'll, I'm going to move into Bitcoin now. Okay, so Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin's an interesting one as well, because everyone thinks that Bitcoin can be used as a hedge against all this turmoil. Um, Bitcoin is not 
really proven to be a true hedge. Um, the truest hedge I probably would probably tell you is the the uh, gold, um, uh, gold and Japanese yen. But if you want a better hedge, as I said, you want to look at um, gold in uh, Turkish lira to really get good returns. All right, so um, that's Bitcoin right there. And you can see it's slightly been declining. Let me pull up a better uh, uh, daily chart here. So right here, it's been boosted up. A lot of this may be due to, um, because Bitcoin is now not independent from all the other major uh, indices out there or or gold stock index tomorrow bitcoin may be driven by rising price the rates from the fed by let's say a quarter and this could be one of the reasons why it's declining because it's so tightly integrated into uh into the economy now with especially a lot of the institutional uh players coming in with the um etfs for bitcoin uh blackrock Vanguard, or not Vanguard, uh, Fidelity, and a few others, big ones. So that's going to have some big influence on the institutional uh, capital side. Now, one thing I have to put out there, and I've, I've said this before, you don't want to buy Bitcoin ETFs um, because you want to lose money fast. It's There's no advantage to it. If you want to trade Bitcoin or any other crypto, put it into a legitimate exchange. I'd recommend Kraken over Coinbase. I've got my reasons why I'm not a big fan of Coinbase because of their manipulation. Just check out their lawsuits and why they're being launched and have been launched. The reason you don't want to have an ETF in any crypto, namely Bitcoin, is just due to the fact that um, basically uh, Bitcoin operates 24-7. So... If you have an ETF that closes up at 5, 4 p.m. on a Friday afternoon and then 5 o'clock Bitcoin tanks 10%, okay, you won't be able to change that, will be able to get out of that ETF until Monday morning. So let's say over the next two days, Saturday, Sunday, there's two consecutive further declines of Bitcoin, 10% each, including the Friday. So now you have Bitcoin price has dropped 30%. And by the time you, you come Monday to sell your Bitcoin ETF, it's already dropped 30%. Because now, because the market's not open when Bitcoin's operating 24-7, including Friday nights, Saturday, Sunday. This is why you want to have um, be on, on these major exchanges for Bitcoin. Otherwise, you, you could get screwed uh, if Bitcoin drops when the markets and you don't have access to sell it um, at all. Now, let me let me reverse that though. I'm with Interactive Brokers. Interactive Brokers has a new feature out called, um, I can't remember the name of it, but basically certain select ETFs, certain select stocks can be traded overnight. So that's between, I'm assuming Sunday night to Friday afternoon. Now, it still does not cover the scenario of Friday night and through Saturday, Sunday, on a Bitcoin ETF. This is why I'm stressing people need to have and focus on the real McCoy of crypto, on a real, legit Bitcoin or crypto exchange. 
you will lose money fast if there's a big tank. And believe me, Bitcoin can tank, tank very quickly. Um, so that's one thing that you need to be aware of. As I said, now Bitcoin, I just think is going to be more and more manipulated. Um, same with, uh, let's see how XRP is doing against it. Uh, after that court case win for, uh, crypto. Let's see here. We'll do finance. Okay, so this is a spot. How's how's crypto been doing or XRP? Now, long while ago, I knew XRP would outperform Bitcoin. Let's see if it has. Um, let me go back uh, one year, let's say. And XRP, somewhat, as you can see here, has out, has spurts of outperformance of Bitcoin. So there's very few times when um bitcoin has outperformed um has outperformed xrp so xrp is a good one if you build a bot or something that will watch this you can see the outperformance there um as you can see here except here looks like there's some outperformance of bitcoin over xrp but let me just go back uh five years here yeah, so lately, Bitcoin has always outperformed um, XRP. But lately, now that XRP is now going to be considered a security for now by the SEC, I do think that XRP long-term will outperform Bitcoin. Okay, so that's something to uh, be aware of. All right, so that's one item. Because everyone just focuses on Bitcoin because of its market cap and dominance. The other one uh, that has been outperforming lately is uh, this one, um, Doge. Okay, um, Doge is still very popular. Uh, so you can see here, Doge has virtually over the last five years killed off the performance of Bitcoin. You can see here it's starting to spike there. Let me go back, uh, I don't know, one month. So you can see here, Doge is highly volatile, but generally Doge has outperformed. Now, here's the critical thing you need to know about Doge. With Tesla uh, still supporting Bitcoin, a big news item people don't know about Doge versus Bitcoin when it comes to Tesla and basically Elon Musk, um, Doge, uh, actually, this, this is what happened last week, or there was a discovery of this. Back uh, up until last week, Tesla, you were able to buy a Tesla car in either Bitcoin or Doge. Okay, so now Bitcoin, somebody went into the and looked at the source code of the checkout page for Tesla on the website, and what they noticed was that Bitcoin was removed as a form of payment available to buy a car with Tesla. But what still remained was Doge. Okay. So with Doge now, Tesla's pushing that on whatever Elon Musk's company will support as Doge as the only crypto payment now to form a payment for, uh, let's call it Starlink Bitcoin, uh, for uh, Tesla. And if you haven't seen today, 
which is important to know, is that Twitter's um, uh, logo has been changed back to X. So Twitter will no longer be Twitter. It'll be called part of X. So uh, when Elon Musk started in his early days of uh, of um, launching before PayPal, it was all under a company called X. When he sold that company to PayPal, he sold basically X to PayPal, and that funded him a lot of money. And over time, he went in and bought a small car company called Tesla, and that's where we're today. So um, Elon Musk has always joked around with Doge, but that's the point he likes. So now it gets serious. So what's happened in the last few months is that X was relaunched and a new corporation was created as a parent company to all of Elon Musk's brands to be put under the umbrella of a new master corporation called X. That includes Twitter. So now you've heard or maybe read today how Elon Musk, I think on one of his tweets in the last 24 hours, said that Twitter will be part of the everything app. Okay, so that basically means that when you look at uh, in China, Weibo and the other, um, uh, I don't know if it's a lot, Abu, uh, I can't remember, my brain's not working today. But when you look at these everything apps within China, it includes your social, uh, includes your financial, includes your search. Okay, so that's all part of one master app that the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, allow people to be part of, including their financial. So that's where Elon Musk gets this idea from, for this everything app. So he's probably going to enable Doge to be the preferred crypto financial, uh, financial token, if you want, out of the fiat, as well as the... Um, the uh, crypto options, Doge will be the one that he chooses as part of um, this new everything app called formerly Twitter. So Doge will most likely be chosen as the point of choice. You can also attribute that to what I said about the uh, Tesla uh, form of payment choice as, as Tesla is the only option. So this is now lining up Doge to be a long-term play, quite likely, uh, as I said about XRP versus Bitcoin, all driven by Elon Musk and his, all the companies that he has. So if you want to know where I think it will go, it will be on Tesla, Twitter, this everything app called X, along with Doge. A lot of people don't know this. I may have missed this in the headline. Back in March, when the Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, uh, Elon Musk expressed interest to buy out that bank because now he's able to have a, a legitimate bank that he can connect into his Twitter and his everything app. So he's now able to have both Doge, Doge coin, as well as uh, the fiat world with a bank that people would become a customer and join to get into the ecosystem of this everything app under under uh, former X or Twitter. On top of that, people don't know, but if you go on YouTube, 
People are talking about that Elon Musk is secretly designing a new phone to compete against iPhone, Apple, and Google Android, okay? Because he's doing that as part of the everything app, which Twitter will be part of. So Tesla will bring out most likely a phone at some point, but he has an advantage as well on top of Apple and Google that nobody sees. He has a company called Starlink. So he's building out a network of satellites that will be able to directly communicate into that network of satellites. So he's now owns the telco piece that would be the similar as AT&T, Verizon, or whatever other telco player out there. So he has all this under one ownership. Okay. This, call it a genius of Elon Musk or the dominance of Elon Musk. I, I can't say. But I think this is where we're going. And um, on top of that, if you don't know, there's X.AI, which is his new AI company to, to directly compete against uh, OpenAI because he got really pissed off at the fact that um, OpenAI, which he funded with $350 million at the start, and felt he got screwed over by um, that Altman guy. So he launched his own AI company for research and be able to tap into a private network of um, of uh, of uh, artificial intelligence. With he he ordered something like thirty thousand um, units from Nvidia uh, a while back, a couple of months ago, before he formally launched his AI company. So he's building out that network as well. So this might be a lot of control under Elon Musk. Call it whatever you will. It's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Or when you look at the likes of Google and Facebook, personally, I find Elon Musk is a lot more transparent than any of these other uh, companies that are not transparent, like Google, Apple, and Facebook or Meta. Okay, so that's one plus I'll give Elon Musk, or you should consider. So. All that's going to then be tied back into Doge. Okay. And Tesla obviously is one of the largest car manufacturers in the world now. Uh, hello, Corey. He owns his own crypto. Yeah. I've heard about that. He's, he's looking at his own crypto as well. Um, I can't remember. I mean, that's fairly recent. Um, the other thing is maybe you don't know or you do know is that, um, Altman, uh, founder of uh, OpenAI is brought out and went live today. Worldcoin, which is now everybody's not trusting of as well. So um, that's something to uh, be very wary of as well. So I'm not a huge fan of um, a lot of people are very question questionable on Elon Musk. But as I said, one thing is, is that he is um, kind of transparent when he says something. He puts it out on Twitter. He, he, you, you could follow his last set of tweets over the last few days. He did talk about, should I, uh, change the logo of Twitter and put up the X? So he does put out his, one of his ideas and he gets the feedback from his audience on Twitter. Nobody else does that among the Google and Apple and Facebook crowd, right? So that's one thing you need to consider. So as I said, I think people need to consider Doge is a long-term play along with XRP versus, as you can see here, the performance of Bitcoin. Okay, so that's just how I'm looking at it. 
And yeah, I don't know if his, if, if, uh, Kathy, or sorry, I, I can barely read this, uh, last commenter. Um, if you can just, I can't, I, I was there, I think the crypto coin was actually called X, but he seems to be tweeting a lot about Doge as well. So Doge, and as I said, it's still a form of payment on the Tesla, uh, car, car checkout page, uh, apparently. So that's why I'm just sussing out this Doge play for the long term. And you can see, you can see you're up 13% versus negative 4% on Bitcoin. And hey, I like Bitcoin myself. I like Ethereum as well. But everything's all about getting a return. So if you're telling me I can get a better return on Doge versus Bitcoin, I'll take it. And how does it compare to um, XRP as well is the interesting thing. So this is these are the things that you may want to be on the lookout. I mean, XRP still, I mean, XRP is an institutional um an institutional uh, coin, but you can see it's already peaked and then started to drift. So this pump right here is <laughs> just that. But, I mean, that was just positive news. But still, you can see that uh, Doge is somewhat, obviously, highly volatile, but it may start to trend up as people start to catch on to what's going on with Twitter and X and all that. Meanwhile, Bitcoin's dropping. I think Bitcoin will come back, but in terms of, Longer, better returns. Watch Doge, and I, and I'll tell you also from the point of view of Trading View as well. Trading View um, enables me to see all my tweets and ideas and how many people are responding to my ideas. And I'll, and one of the reasons why I put up Doge is because people are looking to see trading ideas on Doge. So that shows you there's a more bigger interest in Doge than Bitcoin, or it seems to be that's coming now. As uh, Doge is a lot of interest from from the Trading View crowd. One other trick that you may not know if you're doing a social, when you type in uh, in, in one of the search terms as you're doing your um, your uh, idea, it'll either come up. Let's say XRP long, XRP short, and if you see XRP short more. Then XRP long or higher than the first, you see XRP short, then you know that the sentiment on TradingView, there will be a shortcoming. And usually it's one of the ways to assist yourself in making sure that the idea is in the same direction as what the sentiment is of TradingView. Just as a hint, and it, it's kind of wild, but, but this is all through data insights that you can get in real, pretty close, I think in real time, on the um, uh, sentiment on particular instruments on on uh, trading view. Uh, okay, so I've gone on a lot with Doge. I've talked about Bitcoin. I've already done gold, silver. I don't know, but um, the the one to watch personally for ultimate um, return long term, I think, is Doge. As I showed, if you want to get your ultimate for anybody new watching, this is the ultimate play. Gold and Turkish lira. Okay. Um, sorry. Yeah. Gold and Turkish lira. This, this is pretty shocking to see. I didn't take Anna here. Uh, XRP. No. Um, XAU TRY. 
So we'll choose this one. So you can see there in red, I believe. No, orange is uh, golden and Turkish lira. So nice thing about TradingView, you can see these comparisons. But what's blowing up, I think, will be Doge, if you can handle volatility. Uh, not saying Bitcoin, but because Bitcoin is becoming the old, the old man in the crypto scene, there's going to be new players. And I think Doge is looking to be the long-term play, as I said earlier. Um, any other questions at all? Let me know. Uh, hold on. So it's 45 minutes I've been on here. Pretty well, that's what's going on. Um, I can also do the spy as well. Let me clean up all this stuff. Uh, I think I've kind of gone over enough with the um, crypto world. So if I want to look at, let's say, SPY, um, what's going to happen with uh, the markets themselves? Personally, um, if uh, one, one, one uh, ETF that I've got a really big move on was ARC. So you can see ARC here. Uh, let me just pull up uh, probably better to do a daily view. Okay, so you can see now somewhat the SPY and ARC. ARC so this is ARC Investment, Kathy, Wood, Kathy Wood's uh, ETF. I did a, a big monster trade last week. Um, but I think the big Magnificent Seven are starting to somewhat cool off. Like the big one is Tesla. Um, as you know, Tesla's last week's uh, report was not too good. Um, let's see. Tesla's in blue here. So you can see it's declined quite a bit. Um Will it bounce back most likely um, because of the excitement of what Elon Musk is doing with this X? It's all intertwined. There's no doubt about it. Um, so you can see here, if you're at 446 and he's already gone up to 12, 1300 and since December, that's quite an amazing feat. Um, so these, these companies will probably continue to do well, I think. But the overall market index of SPY is highly skewed by this magnificent seven, the big tech companies. Um, and this week will define how things play out. Uh, one thing I can say about Tesla that people forget about, even though they had short-term uh, short problems uh, in terms of reporting whatnot, one idea that I put out there uh, on the weekend before the release, the market release, people are not aware, but that was the day they started to live, do live production on the uh, Cybertruck. What keeps Ford in business is the Ford 150 truck. Now that Tesla's moving into that competitive space, you can imagine long-term what that, just that one product will have on the car industry or truck industry. And Tesla's now moving into it. So that will be their next long-term play, I think, as the production of, of um, the Cybertruck is now underway. And I think they're trying to do 2,000 or something by the end of the year. I, I, don't, I don't remember the exact numbers, but um, there's a big queue of orders, back orders for this thing. 
And obviously it's going to start hurting companies like Ford in the long run because we have to be honest that Musk is very, very innovative in that space. Well, he's just innovative, period. Um, so those those kind of companies will continue to do well. Um, uh, the consumer is not looking good, but there's still a subset, a subset within the consumer realm that's going to continue holding jobs, bit-paying jobs, and they're going to spend, and they're going to spend to be the next cool kid on the block and owning a cyber truck will be one of them. Apple, same. I'm sure you've heard today. Let me just pull up Apple here. Um, on the iPhone front, not a fan, but um, for Apple, they uh, are keeping their production in line with what they produced this year or in the last year. So they anticipate that they'll be able to maintain uh, their production on iPhones. So Apple should still be okay. Um, and over time, they'll start rolling out that new product that Vision Pro set of uh, glasses or whatnot. You see here, Apple's just doing Bonkerville. And there's going to be the report coming up in the next week or so. And uh, they should continue to do pretty good. Uh, Meta, Google, yeah, they're just going to continue. NVIDIA may be probably drop off. One company that people, um, let, let me just pull up, let me get rid of one of these companies. One company that a lot of people don't know about, um, if I pull up NVIDIA, so it started this huge run that was back in May on the Ford guidance on NVIDIA on how they believe their AI is going to drive up their um, their uh, production lines. So you can see here it started here, December and Sometime in May, it just skyrocketed. Uh, one company that's doing probably just as good as uh, the Taiwan Semiconductor uh, Manufacturing Corp. I'll just pull that up as well. Okay, TSMC, TSMC. Okay, so where's our... Oh, um... I can't see my TSMC for some reason. Okay, I'll try one more time. But just be on the lookout for it. TM, TSMC. Yeah, Taiwan. Okay. It's not working for whatever reason, but you can just do a comparison on your own. So that will probably continue to do well. I think TSMC is doing very well as well. Um, let me just make sure I'm picking the right TSMC. So we want, um, uh, stock. Yeah. I don't know why it's not getting listed there, but I do know I can see it on my own platform. So that's one company to watch out for as well. There's tons of smaller companies doing okay, but. Personally, I think the market's going to continue to do well in the long run. Um, a lot of these companies have a lot of hype behind them. And uh, NVIDIA with their AI and Google doing AI now and Microsoft doing AI, along with a lot of other things. So it'll be interesting. Anyways, uh, anybody else got any questions or comments? I'll do a going once, three times, and uh, 
Uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, if you're interested in what I'm doing, just comment away or just message me. Um, I can get back to you. Certain things I can't see on TradingView. Um, but you can just message me or just look at my profile to see all the other um, things I do outside of, uh, out, of, out of here. And uh, we'll leave it at that. So I'll do a going once. If you got something you want to type up, comment or question. I go in once, I go in twice, go in three times, I guess not. Um, thanks for everybody's input here. Yeah, Tesla or Elon must be an interesting one to watch because he's got so many fingers, so many fingers and so many pies. Um, and we'll leave it that. I'll be back maybe Thursday, but definitely next Monday again on uh, Monday. Uh, same bat channel, bat time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Um, looks like we're done. Okay, thanks for watching and uh, have yourselves a good day, evening, wherever you are. Over and out.